welcome back to another episode. I'm here again with one of my favorite Americans, Anna. <laughs> hey, everyone. And this week's topic is definitely um, going to be a difficult one. Um, we are going to be vulnerable and honest with you. So, Anna, you believe in God. Um, but I guess what some people might want to know is why. Well, personally, I grew up in the church, so I've always been surrounded by people who do love God. But um, as I've gotten older, it's definitely just gotten harder just to believe what everyone told me. So I did some research into the basic Bible story, because to me, if the Bible is real, then God must be. I read Mm -hmm. this amazing book that I would totally highly recommend to anyone and everyone, um, especially if you're questioning God or specifically the crucifixion of Jesus. It's called The Case for Easter by Lee Strobel. And this really just confirmed what I'd been told my whole life, that Jesus was real, that he did die for my sins. On a more simple note, I can see God just like in the world he has created. I don't think the earth just appeared. Nature to me is just so meticulously thought out and intricate. Like it must have been, it must have taken a divine being or God to create it. Yeah, definitely. That is so true. I mean, like, honestly, like, if you just, like, go outside, like, sometimes I just go outside and I just, like, look around at the creation. Like, if you're looking at sunsets or look at the mountain and the ocean or, like, even just little things like the ants and how, like, um, small they are, but how, like, like you said, intricate everything is. It's just so evident that there has to be a God. Exactly. So what about you? How do you know that God is real? Well, I went up, I grew up going to church as well. Um, I always heard about like God and read about God in my whole life. I've been surrounded by people who love God and believe in him. But for me personally, I believe in God because, I mean, the Bible says God is real. And when I look around and I just see all the intricate things in this world, I mean, I can't help but believe in a God. And so I know that was like the typical like Sunday school answer besides like Jesus but um to me it's so true the Bible is where my I find my insurance (laughs) yeah for sure and I mean just on like a different note I would say think about how Christianity is like so counterintuitive for like people and human nature like especially Jesus because the Bible tells us that Jesus Like, God's son, our savior, was born in a tiny town in a barn. Like, why, if humans were to make up something, why would that be what we write? Yeah, yeah, totally. I feel like one of the reasons I believe in the Bible so strongly is I feel like if you're going to make up a religion and there was, like, to be some savior or, like, a king, like the Bible is, um, of the world, like, you wouldn't, like, I wouldn't choose like, my savior king to be born in, like, a barn, or, like, I would want it to be somewhat fancy, but that's the thing about the Bible, is that's not how it is, and I think that's just so cool, and it makes it even more real. Yeah, also, there's, like, 40 different writers that wrote the 66 different books of the Bible over a span of hundreds of years, and throughout those 66 different books, the Bible cross-references itself over 340,000 times, which is wow. just amazing over the span of time. Yeah, that, wow, that's so amazing. And so, for example, um, 
So in the Bible, there's this book called Micah. And so Micah was a prophet in the Old Testament around 600 years before Jesus was born. Um, but actually, in the book of Micah, um, he prophesizes Jesus' birthplace. It says, um, but you, Bethlehem, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come the one who will be a ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old. So this verse in Micah is saying that Jesus is going to be born in Bethlehem. So 600 years later, that came true. In Luke 2, it says, So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he had belonged to the house in the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting child. While they were there, the time had come for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room available for them. And so I guess it's just so cool that 600 years later, what someone prophesied came true. I mean, you can't just make that up. Yes, so true. And the entire Bible is what we would consider God-breathed, meaning that every word in it was inspired by God. So that would explain why there's so many crossovers. Also, based on other historical documents that archaeologists have found, we can see that many events described in the Bible correspond with other historical documents that validate their historical accuracy. Yeah, and to add to that, um, some archaeologists have actually found Noah's Ark which is a big historical event that happened in the Bible. And along with that, they've actually found some of the Dead Sea Scrolls, furthermore proving the existence of the Bible, which then proves the existence of God. And I feel like that would just be so cool, like actually being the one to discover the Ark because you're helping prove like the Bible. I know. I can't even imagine that. So the Bible is real, and there are actually some, like, non-Christian sources that would also support that. But now let's actually take a look at the Bible and see some stories or verses proving God's existence. Yeah, so we mentioned that the Bible is God-breathed, but the Bible also, like, specifically references God so many times, obviously, because he's, like, he's the main character. (laughs) Yeah, So the first verse in the Bible, starting out this entire, like, 66 books, Genesis 1-1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I mean, God is, like, in the first verse. So um, for those of you who haven't read Genesis, if you keep reading it, it will explain to you um, what God created on each day. And if you have not read the creation story, I'd recommend it to you because, honestly, it's so cool to read about Yeah, for sure. And I mean, other than just the Bible, like proving God's existence, I would say I find it even more powerful to hear people's personal stories. Mm -hmm. When you encounter God on your own, it can be something like super small or maybe something huge and life changing. I would just like suggest asking why some people believe. Like if you're looking for these answers and like, is God real? I would just ask some people who do believe in God and ask them like, why do you believe? And I promise you, you will hear some crazy stories, which point to just such an awesome God. Oh, yeah. I've definitely heard so many, like, crazy stories um, from, like, different um, mentors or people around me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, guys, I'm so sorry I mentioned this way too much. I know I mentioned this a lot on my podcast, but I'm going to be talking about the Christy Miller book again. I know, um, but in this story, they um, call these some stuff God things. So these are 
um, what happens in your life that you know only God can do. It's kind of like you're saying that it's an encounter with God or like a miracle. And um, so, Anna, have you had any cool like God things um, that happened in your life? Yeah, I mean, for me in my life, I've seen God working in some smaller ways for sure and definitely bigger. But I'm going to focus on the smaller ones right now. So, like, I have prayed over a question I'm having or a small decision, and God will answer me. And that sounds kind of crazy, and you're all like, what, do you, like, hear a voice? (laughs) And no, I've never personally heard the audible voice of God. But I have definitely, like, been reading scripture, and I've been like, oh, God's really trying to point that out to me. Or a person in my life will be telling me something, or even just a really persistent thought in my mind. I'm like, wow, God must be, like telling me that and I mean sometimes God does say no and Mm -hmm. sometimes his silence is an answer and other times he's saying just just wait be patient you know but God knows what you need and he'll provide it for you so whether that's like new friends or backpack because yours is falling apart or food for your family like there's such a large scale but God knows what you need and he'll provide that for you yeah definitely um and that's so true. And I mean, sometimes it's the smaller ways that God works in your life that brings you closer to God, because you can see just how powerful God is. And if he cares for like the small situations in our lives, like that's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what about you, Amy? Have you had any God things that have happened in your life? Yes. So I have seen um, God moving and working in my life a lot over my lifetime. Um, But I feel like, as you said, like, I don't know, there's nothing super significant that's happened in my life personally. But one cool God thing that happened actually happened to my brother. And so he one day he started to experience some um, excruciating pain in his lower abdomen. And we can understand why he had such pain, because my brother is always healthy. He's active. He's like that athletic kid. He had actually just run track and field earlier that day. He's fine. I mean, he's always winning like the gold medals and all those kinds of things. (laughs) So eventually after the pain was not giving up um, or at least easing up at all, my mom decided to take him to the hospital. And my dad was actually away for that weekend. He was in America and so my sister and I were just home trying to understand, like, what's going on and why is it going on? Anyway, we live in a small town, so our hospital is very small. So when my mom got to the hospital, they told her to take my brother to the nearest city hospital, which was an hour and a half away. So the next day, my mom actually had to drop um, me and my sisters off at our grandma's house so she could take my brother, um, Josh, to the hospital. So she drove an drove an hour and a half and then when she got to that hospital they took an ultrasound of his lower abdomen and they told her that my brother most likely has appendicitis and so he would need to be like operated on immediately so that his appendix doesn't explode but um, at that hospital they weren't going to actually do the procedure so they sent him to a hospital which was another 45 minutes away so my mom has to drive my brother another 45 minutes away the whole time my brother like has a fever, he can't eat, he's like an excruciating pain, it's horrible. Um, so, but I just want to say that this whole time, our church family and friends have been praying over my brother and the surgery that he would be healed. And when my brother made it to the third hospital, he, um, the doctor actually said that they wouldn't perform the surgery 
um, but they would watch him overnight to see what was happening. And the next day, they actually ended up sending him home, and he was completely fine. And wow. Like, they could not come up with an explanation of what happened, but ever since then, my brother has actually been perfectly fine, and his appendix has never bothered him again. So, I mean, God definitely works in mysterious ways. That is so crazy, but yes, God works in so many mysterious ways, for sure. Yeah, and, like, I've heard other stories, too, about, like, people who, like, cannot afford food, and they're, like, praying, and then all of a sudden, this, like, delivery truck um guy like knocks on their door and says hey our truck broke down i have all this food would you like it and different stuff like that so god can work in big ways and sometimes he can work in small ways and i think it's amazing however he works exactly and like in everything he does he proves his existence big or small like he will provide and he'll become super evident through his provision for us yeah And I mean, sometimes, I'm going to be real, sometimes God won't provide in the ways that we always want him to, which we'll talk about more in our other episodes. Yes, but that doesn't mean he isn't real. It just means he's trying to teach you something or he's trying to help you learn patience or anything like that. Mm -hmm, Yes, but again, I'll get into that again next week. (laughs) So I hope after some of you hear this, you'll just have a better idea of how real God is. Personally, I don't know what my life would be without my faith. It really has made me into who I am today. I hope that each of you got something out of this. Um, And I would really encourage all of you, like, if you're having doubts, just ask some people around you why they believe. Because I, like I said earlier, I promise you will hear some pretty great stories. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so excited to dive into another common question. Why do bad things happen next week with Amy? yay um i'm so excited for that episode and i just want to say i hope you guys have an amazing week and we'll see you again soon thank you all so much for taking the time out of your week to listen to this week's podcast episode we really appreciate you guys and we love you guys and we hope that you guys are doing well during this pandemic and we hope that these podcasts can just give a little bit of life a little bit of light to your life and I just hope that you guys are having an amazing week and that you guys have an amazing week and we'll see you next week and also don't forget to follow us on Instagram it's dear teenage girl and yeah we'll see you next week yeah.